0: Put your notepads ready. It's time for the little Power Radio Show with your girl, Miss Mimi, aka Mimi the Great. What's up?
1: What's up,
0: people? People everywhere. It's your girl, Miss Mimi a.k.a. Mimi the Great. Welcome to the Love Power Radio Show. Thank you so much for in. It's Saturday, February 5th, 2022. And um, it's cold. I don't know what it is with y'all, but it's cold over here. Before we get started, thank you everyone for tuning in from all across the globe because we is everywhere on iHeartRadio um, and uh, as well as iTunes, I think iTunes, and the little green bubble. I can't think of the name today. Today is the day. Ugh. Welcome to the Love Power Radio Show. Before I get started, I want to welcome my co-host, who's been a regular guest here on the show several times, and I love to have him in the vicinity because we always have fun. He is an author. He is a a barber, so you know if you need to get your your wig split, he can help you with that. Um, he is a dancer, a singer, no, I'm kidding, he's not a dancer, but he is oh. a singer, uh, and a brand new speaking husband. Welcome to the show, Mr. J. Kyle.
2: What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> what it is?
0: That's how you coming through, bro?
2: I mean, hey, you know, I was I was about to come up some dance moves, but then he was, I was like, wait, no, I'm not a dancer, but I mean, I'll do it for the day. But yeah, I'm here, though. No? 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 Okay. All right. All right. What's up, Mimi?
1: I mean, what's up, bro? Welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. You know I love being on the Love Power Radio Show.
0: Listen, and the Love Power Radio Show welcomes you and likes to have you here because we always have some interesting conversation and topics, right? Facts. Facts. Let's get into it. My people already know I want to know how their week was, because we uh, we down here in Houston have had mm-hmm. the pleasure of having another pool snap. Um, so, you know, I want to know, how was your week? You know, you way up yonder in Dallas. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, uh, you know, your boy ran away from the storm. Um, You know, <laughs> as you let the folks know, uh, I'm newly married, and uh, my wife is still a resident of East Texas. So, you know, your boy ran to the other destination. Uh, where it wasn't gonna be crazy, you got away from that that snow and ice. So uh, I just came back up today, and we was driving up. I'm like, "Oh well, I can see how it was up here, all that ice mm-hmm. down, but we good. We don't you know, make it through the snow and the ice and the cold, so it's all good."
0: Nice, ain't nothing like being able to go into the other destination.
2: Yes, yes, Lord.
0: Hey, so but that's kind of North Texas too, and they don't get weather like Dallas does.
2: Uh, well, not in this storm. Uh, they, apparently uh, I don't know, you know. I'm still learning demographics in Texas and all that. But uh, Lufkin was cold, um, mm-hmm. but it didn't ice. Um, I mean, but it dropped down to the twenties last night. But there was no snow and ice. Matter, matter of fact, like coming out here, right around around Jacksonville, it got dry. And like Jacksonville East, Southeast, it was Gucci. So you know, I didn't really have to deal with much of that. So I'm glad I missed it because last year's ice and snow, I wasn't feeling. And I'm like, yeah, people are like, yeah, you're from New York and you should be. So I'm like, I am. But you know what it means being a New Yorker? We're ready for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Texas wasn't ready for that. And I'm like, I don't until Texas, you know, really get ready for it. I try to find a way to dodge it. So I did. We did it.
0: Nice. So how was your week outside of that? What all went on in the week of J. Kyle?
2: uh how was the week Uh, pretty good i mean my week honestly through the week it's kind of bland you know what i'm saying i work at the school work at my shop um but all in all it was good uh grabbed a few new photography clients uh this week and last week and then did some things so uh it was pretty good just enjoyed the extra days off because they shut down the school uh thursday and friday so that's why i made a beeline out to east texas and just spent the time with the babe you know what i
0: mean? Hey, all right, look, I ain't jealous. Of you. <laughs> right, somebody got to be sad. My time with my bow and that's be your girl. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you know, the, call right,
2: it. Right, right,
0: distance, right, right. You know? there,
2: there, you go. Them things is not as though they were. That's what the Bible say.
0: I'm, I'm channeling.
2: Okay, all right,
0: <laughs> but so all the things that you have going on, though, I'm sure your week is not as bland as you say it is, but you know, okay, you said yeah. you go to the school, you go to your shop, you do photography, and now you're a husband. Come on, bro! Like,
2: well, I mean, okay, maybe, maybe from the outside looking in, but when you get used to the flow, it's kind of like I, I, I don't mean bland, like, as I'm born, just it wasn't like. You know, it wasn't super, like, something crazy. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, I do a number of things, but I don't do them all at the same time. You know, I space them out. I probably, honestly, the most exciting thing was the new, um, my new photography clients. Uh, we did some dope work. Um
0: oh <laughs> So, while he is getting that together, I still see you. I just can't hear you. Um I, I can't will.
2: hear anything.
0: There we go. Wait, push the push the button again.
2: Something happened to the audio.
0: Ah, I, I can hear you.
2: I can't hear. Not sure what happened.
1: <laughs>
0: so, um I will tell you about mine while we get that together. Um this week was a bit challenging because Uh, As you, some of you may know, I am a uh, healthcare provider, and my client is relearning how to do some things after uh, having a stroke. Uh, And I don't know about you guys, but I've been there. I didn't have a stroke, but I did have to relearn how to um, walk and use all my uh, my arms and my legs and and that sort of thing after an accident. So uh, you really learn in those moments. movements and how you take certain things in life for granted. So just having to deal with that and trying to, you know, keep spirits above water was a bit challenging for me. And then um, the change from just me being his caregiver to uh, other people who think caregiving is easy and it's really not. Uh, you're the eyes and ears of the patient. Uh, it, sometimes you're the driver you're the you know you have all these other things that you have to do it's like really running your own house but somebody else's Uh, and then you have to take consideration their feelings and not want to run over their feelings and make them feel like they've lost control so uh, it was a task uh, a challenge that I'm definitely up for and I've had before so it was pretty interesting to get him on my page to do what I say do it was fun um (laughs) and then also make some new connects and um Meet up with some other people on some new ventures and get some things started with that. And then also keep me in check with some things that I said that I wanted to do. So um, that was my week. I'm so excited about all the new stuff that's coming on. That is uh, happening. So, Jay,
2: Yes, can you hear me? I'm back. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't know what happened. Somebody got through my do not disturb. I don't know how that happened. My bad.
0: Wow. Okay. So, hot topic of today. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we have like three, well, two uh, that I wanted to talk but I know one that we discussed. Um, mm-hmm. You want to say that for last, you want to go over the other ones first. However,
2: however you want to do it.
0: Uh, that's going to be the fun one. Um, so, let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, I didn't actually come up with a title for it, but I know when we were talking before. Um, you talked about um, people and... Mask or mask and oh
2: filter. yes filters I I couldn't remember yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: yes yes <laughs> yes so, so what, what what we want to talk
0: about well, well people in filters because uh, mm-hmm. I I've been around several people who don't like taking pictures unless there is a filter. Mm-hmm. Um so what was your take on that because I know you were like man this is mm this ain't right These people in filters
2: Um you know what it's, it's funny because that when I said that um it was speaking more more, to, more metaphorically to how people live their lives through a filter Uh I ain't got a problem with people that put filters on I will tell you what I do have a problem with when it comes to stuff like that This witchcraft that they call makeup sometimes. Now I'm not against makeup, okay? But I've seen some things where uh, old girl with the makeup on, she was she was Puerto Rican, but when she took the makeup off, she was South African. And I don't know how they pull that off, but that right there, that should be illegal, all right? <laughs> that, that that's the problem, okay? Uh, but uh, filters, as far as how people live, I yeah, I'm the type of person like can I deal with the person one-to-one, the real person, uh, the ugly truth person, the these are my issues person? Uh, Mm -hmm. I I find it difficult to connect. And I think just as a society, people have forgotten how to connect with each other because they live through so many filters. They project themselves to be something that they really aren't. They look this way and I mean, there may be a number of reasons. There may be valid reasons, or what they feel is valid reasons, why they do. Uh, but when I sent that to you, it was like, you know what? I really wish we could come to a place in society where that person is appreciated, and that we learn how to uh, we learn how to disagree. Like I can function with you, even if I don't agree with you. And I think because people don't know how to deal with people's truths people find more comfort living behind a lie or a a filter.
0: Okay. Um, I agree. And and in that, I think if they don't know how to deal with their own truths. Right. You know, that's one of those situations where, um, and I've seen it a lot, and I think I probably even fell into it at one point in my life, where I expected other people to come in my life and love me more than I love me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so... Mm -hmm. um, and learning how to deal with other people's truths, how are you gonna know how to deal with it if you can't even stand in your own and be okay with the stuff that you do or didn't do and where you are and um, realizing and uh, the part that you played or didn't play.
2: Right, right.
0: And changing it or, you know, oh, you know what, forget it, I'm too old. Or, you know, coming up with an excuse to not change it and fix it. Right. Um, I think it's, it's, that's where it starts.
2: Absolutely, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't sit before you perfect. I definitely lived a lot of my life not appreciating, not understanding, not living in my own identity. And so my identity was really found in other people's opinions. It was found in being a people pleaser. Um, and it made it super difficult to really enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? And so I think, I think you hit it on the head. When you talk about people can't really deal uh, with other people's truths if one day even if you don't even know your own truth let alone being able to deal with your truth like i was talking to a friend of mine uh just this week and he was asking me some questions and things he was dealing with uh in his relationship and so i asked him some questions like basically like bro why are you what is it that you're scared of why is it that you're trying to make sure a b and c doesn't happen and he was like mm, i i don't i don't know And I'm like, well, maybe you should start there because how are you trying to make sure X, Y, and Z happens in your relationship with someone else when you can't even identify or find the root cause of why you're acting the way you are or responding the way you are? So spot on. You got to know you. You got to deal with you and be courageous enough. And I mean that intentionally with that word. You have to be courageous enough to deal with and dig into your insecurities to deal in and dig into uh your truths because you know yeah it's a dirty job it, it's mm-hmm. a dirty job to have to deal with the things uh that hurt the most but when you find those answers it's like finding uh, a, a a diamond and, and, and a mine coal. It's, it's like it's like finding pearls like you have to dig through the ugly stuff to really get to the gem of things. And if you're not willing to do that dirty work, you can expect to really have the best that life and God has prepared for you. If you're not going to get all the way in.
0: I truly believe that And in, in in people, uh, well, not people, but there's a story or probably a scripture uh, where it talks about uh, the silversmith and how silver is um, um, created or, or bent or formed you know you had to burn off all of the other stuff in order to get to the part that was malleable and to make it into the things that we like to have rings mm-hmm. and necklaces and you know earrings and you know right. whatever all that had to be all that dirt and stuff had to be burnt off and beat in <laughs> which is probably not a good phrase but um, right. yeah yeah to- yeah had to go through that process to get to the beautification of it. Mm -hmm. You know? For sure. Um, He said with diamonds, they have to go into a a shaft, so to speak, if it's really like, you know, and dig and dig and pick and pick and pick and pick and pick and and then gather everything and come and dust it out that process. Right. Be okay with going through the process. Like he said, Mm -hmm. I I don't see before you perfect. I love that. I'm going to put that. That's a hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and so, but there have been phases of my life where i wanted a change, where I wanted to, you know, I want this to be healthier. Or I want this to be better and um, realize that, wait, I got this holding me down or I'm holding myself back or, you know, I got to stop talking to myself this way or, you know, and it's one of those things where when you learn better, you do better.
1: Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. things
0: that I had learned that I hadn't applied, I then realized, oh, I gotta apply this if I really want stuff to change or things to be different in my life. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
2: Right. Facts. That's that's good. Uh, huh? Go ahead. Oh, I would say it reminds me of this principle uh, that I teach my students in school. Uh, talk. I call it talking to your water. Uh, and a short version of it is: there was a Japanese scientist who once did experiments on water crystals. And what he did was he used a, uh, a telescope connected to a camera and he would freeze water and then he would take pictures of how the crystals formed. Uh, his name was Dr. Emoto. Now the crazy thing about it is uh, understanding that your body is set over 70% water and that things like our thoughts and our speech are all vibrations. He wondered how did the vibration affect the water. Long story short, he found out that negative words affected the water. Positive words affected the water. The crystal mm-hmm. forms were beautiful to the positive things. The negative things formed ugly. Even the colorations were different. Um, and so what I teach my students, especially in the world of barbering, because you're the business and you have to deal with clients, but you can't deal with clients until you deal with yourself is, how do you speak to your water? Because over over 70, 70% of your body is water. So the thoughts we think, even though we're, they're not audible, it's still an electrical signal that runs through your body, therefore it sends off a vibration. Your words that you say to yourself or to others is still vibration. So, mm-hmm. how do you speak to your water? And your water is affected by it. And I think it's just like you said, you know, there comes a time when you got to think about what you're thinking about. Like we get on autopilot with our thoughts. And it's it's even you hear people be like, Oh, I'm so stupid. And while they might not mean to demean themselves, they are still demeaning themselves. And so they give themselves a pass on not being excellent in this particular topic because I'm so stupid. So yeah, definitely. And again, I, I had to walk this journey. Like you know, like me and you have had conversations off camera before where just talking and dealing with things, it's like, yo, I had to walk through this, I had to do this. Like that's what I wrote my book off of. Shout out to my brother who's jumping in on this. Um, I wrote a book off of that because it was the fact that I had to go through. All of this, like, bro, what are you thinking about? What are you doing to yourself? And it's not until I was able to dig with that where I got a different perspective on life, looking be able to look through different lenses. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And Michael said, uh, you were on something, brother. I'm trying to remember it. Um, he said, yeah, that brother is full of knowledge. <laughs> uh, I want to <laughs> take this master class. Yes, indeed. And funny you said that, Michael, because I was just thinking, you should do a class.
2: Well, you know, I mean, we can make it happen.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tell me why you used the word courageous earlier when you said someone would have to be courageous in um realizing that they needed to change and, and, and make that happen. Why did you use the word courageous?
2: Uh because every person on this planet has a part of their life that they are fearful of. It doesn't matter what the violation was. It doesn't matter what the situation was. There's something about it that makes you not want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And in order for you to deal with it, you have to face it. That takes courage. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason why we don't deal with the deep stuff is because we're either afraid of the topic. Mm -hmm. We're afraid to revisit how it's going to make us feel. We could be fearful of the fact that we might not get the answer that we want. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at a lot of times we avoid things, because we're fearful. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can ever conquer what used to take you down is you must stand in front of it and deal with whatever comes. It took courage for David to stand in front of Goliath. Now his courage wasn't in himself. His courage was in the fact that God had protected him out in the wilderness. So that's why he could stand before Goliath because he had something to give him uh, 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 confidence and courage to deal with it. So with myself, the only way i was able to grow as a man was be able to willingly face the fact that i was a grown boy mm-hmm. even in my 30s mm-hmm. it, it takes courage to admit it yes find out why you're like it mm-hmm. and deal with it
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's not going to be pretty it's mm-hmm. not going to be fun but at the end of it should you survive mm-hmm. it's worth it you know what i mean so anything that causes you to dig backwards to get answers it's it's it takes courage
0: yeah and it really does uh, throughout the whole process um and i'll i'll concur with the it takes courage because like you said you have to look at um you and realize and name it you know mm-hmm. not, not sugar-coated not boy at 30. That's the
2: thing right there.
0: Ooh. You got to name it like, you know, I was a scrub or, you know, whatever the case is. Name it so you'll know how to, uh, quote unquote, attack it or deal with it head on. They say face your fears. And that is mm-hmm. such a good thing. It's not a mm-hmm. bad thing to face your fears. That's right. Like, like brother said, it's very courageous when you sit down and you realize, you know what? I ain't where I want to be. Let's figure out why. Let's get right. to the root cause and not just put a band-aid over because if you put a band-aid over today, it's still going to be bandit aided edo- band-aid, over. That's the phrase. Tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> right? And the, next day, and the next day until you take the, and it, even if you take the band-aid off and do it again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you haven't gotten to the root cause. If you ain't added, um, I want to say asper cream is it for cuts? Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. you Name you that. that cut depending on what mm-hmm. type it is because if, if it's surface that'll work but if it's something that's down to the white meat guess what it's, it's another right. step in that process that you're gonna have right.
1: to do right so right you
0: have to name it and identify where it is that you are so you'll know how to and where to go and who to often uh mm-hmm. to help you out of that um because right. sometimes whew, i know when i did i needed help
2: right Right.
0: Just one day
2: help. I need help for these. And yo, you said something right there, Mimi, that is so solid. Naming. <laughs> there, there, there's a power in naming. Okay. Um I could go eight different ways, and we only got an hour less than that. So um I'll just <laughs> say this. Okay. Um, naming is the key to getting over and having authority over anything you deal with. All right, there's biblical aspects. You look when Jesus had to exercise a demon from a man, he needed to know the name of the demon before he did it. If you look at Adam's job uh, before Eve came around, his job was to name animals. And it, there's something about naming that gives you a position of authority in it. Uh, In dealing with, again, my students, I reference that a lot because I deal with them almost all the time. They'll be like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist and I just need to get this haircut right. I said, do me a favor. If you wanna get this right, the first thing I need you to do is accept the fact that you're not gonna always get it right. Then I need you to be honest with yourself. You're not a perfectionist. You're fearful of failing. That's why you're a perfectionist because you're procrastinating. There's a difference because it sounds good to you to say that you're striving for perfection. What you don't want to say is you're trying to avoid failure you're a procrastinator not a perfectionist and when you can own that then we can deal with why you're scared to fail why you procrastinate and then you give yourself the room to learn because if you don't have room to learn by not giving yourself a realistic expectation then you never appreciate bringing it back home to the beginning you never appreciate the process You're always going after the end goal. And when you don't reach the end goal, now you feel like a failure. Well, the lesson is in the journey to get there, right? The journey, the lessons in the process. So you, 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 you said it right there. When you can name that thing, then we can do something with that. I just, I just had to to expound on that because a lot of people don't understand how important it is to call it out exactly what it is. Stop sugarcoating it. Deal with what it is. Nobody says you're a bad person for not doing this or you're a bad person for not being able to achieve it. You got to be able to understand where you are in the moment so that you have a basis of where you came from and where you're going.
0: Mm-hmm. And no one understand too that achieving a thing, um, I'm not gonna achieve it the way that you did. Facts. We may get to the same thing, right? But I'm not mm-hmm. going my journey or my process is not gonna be the same because. I wasn't a boy at 30, I was a girl. And I was Mm -hmm. a wounded girl at that, mentally, right? Uh, Michael Mm -hmm. said, once you put a name to your issue and conquer it, how do you move on when the solution points you in a totally different direction than what you have been used to?
2: Um, How do you, so how how do you move on when, okay. um, You have to be willing to first be humble, and acknowledge that maybe the direction that you've been used to going isn't the direction you need to be going. If it was, then maybe you'd already be at the destination. So there's a measure of humility uh, that must be there. When you're so used to doing something for so long, even if you don't make it to where you wanna get to, what we start, what people tend to do, people tend to congratulate themselves on the small victories. And they'll say, well, at least I was able to do this. And at least I was able to do this, but you're still not where you want it to be. So mm-hmm. if you've put a name to your issue and you've learned how to conquer it, I would question if you've actually named it and conquered it if you're still moving in the same direction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: that that yeah. That's what I would say. If you really have conquered it and you really have named it, but you haven't changed the direction, then I believe that you haven't been honest with yourself enough to say, I'm going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Because again, let's think about driving, right? If, if I'm coming up to Dallas and, and I'm on 175 and I'm, and I realize after an hour, I've been going the wrong way. It's mm-hmm. going to take more time. It's going to mm-hmm. take more gas. I got to get a whole different plan in order to get to the right direction. And sometimes people aren't willing to make those investments. So yep. be humble. Acknowledge that I'm going the wrong way and the way that I'm going is not the best way. Or maybe it is a way to get there, but it's not the best way. It's not mm-hmm. the most efficient. It's not going to take you some more time. Like you said, we don't. We all don't get there the same way. I can get from Lufkin to Dallas three different ways. And they'll all get me to Dallas. One's going to take me way more time than the other. More gas. I get hungry on the road. I might get sleepy. So it's going to be more expensive even though I got there. So it's the trade-off.
0: Yeah. And also, too, um, like you said, and even in his, um, the last part was, if it's not what you want, you have to realize, or oh, it's important to realize the need versus the want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if that's not what you want, it doesn't mean that that's what you need. So if it pushes you in a direction that you, and, and I've been there, and I'm still mm-hmm. even, you know, I'm still being worked on even now, still having to work on myself even now, because ain't nobody a- perfect. Right. So, But and and that's always where when I get to that point, it's like, OK, uh, my daddy said, my dad used to say, you're going to fit or get off the pot and fit ain't the word he used. Right.
2: Mm, got it. Got it. Got it.
0: Like, you're going to do that mm. or you're going to get off the pot. And at those forks in the road, that's that's part of what makes me go and do something different is, well, I was doing that and that got me to a position or a point where. It's not, it, it wasn't providing the, um, the outcome that I expected or that I, I wanted in my life. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. means something has to change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now it boils down to a need versus a want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I need to do this. And if I can see that I need to do something different, then make it happen.
2: Just mm-hmm. do it.
0: Make right. life nice. Just do it.
2: Right. Because and they, there, comes, there comes a measure of maturity that you have to have in that. You know, when you talk about need versus one, I think about the mother, the parent, and the child. The child can want cookies all day long, and that's all they want to eat. And it might not necessarily be anything wrong with them eating cookies. However, if that's all they eat, as long as they their them, as long as they diet, and at some point, the parent has to be mature enough to say, I know that's what you want, but you need some vegetables, you need some meat, and I'll get you a cookie later on. And we gotta do that with ourselves. We gotta be like, yeah, I know this is what you want, and it feels really good, and you've been used to it, but you are not going to mature in a healthy way if you keep doing this.
0: Or move. So if you find yourself in the same spot today that you were in five years ago, look at what you have done or not have done. Right. And, right. and really, like we said before, really hone in on. Write it down if you have to, the things that you've done, the things that you haven't done. Um, and, and see, did you do what you wanted or what you mm. needed? And if the vast majority of that is what you wanted, then you have to flip that switch and go to what you need.
1: That's right.
0: Be OK with that, because trust me when I tell you, like Brother said earlier, look at the big picture of it. Um, that's going to be what you really want. Michael said maturity is the shut is the shutter that sets the
2: focus. Uh, that was that was photography for talk talk right there. I see what you did there, Mr. Michaels. eye. And it's so true, M- maturity does it does set your focus. Or people who might not understand the whole shutter, you know, it's, it's it's something that allows you to see your image and how you see your image. So yes, brother Michael, your maturity will help you see the right focus.
0: Words. He need to come through with them other words while you sit up here playing words. we
2: ain't
0: in the day, but we're
2: gonna call them out on the radio.
0: Mr. Michael Owens, he come through with the other words. Anyway, um, we'll be back right after this messages. Message. 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 This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. back to the Love Power Radio show. It's me, me, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Mr. Jay Kyle.
2: What up, though?
0: <laughs> so, you also said something I want to go back on um, when you said, be humble. Um, I've talked to other people and people have, you know, said something to me in, in just over conversations over the years, and I know even for me in the very beginning of um, getting more into Uh, my walk with god and all that um humble was a word that i ain't want associated with my name why because to me in my head is with some other people humble to them meant being um a pushover or um somebody who didn't have any girth so to speak right so why did you use the word humble and explain to people what it actually is
2: okay good question um what is what is being humble or humility um there's so many ways to define it i guess uh the fastest way i would define it as um be being willing to not be right um being willing to take a back seat um when necessary um and within that confidence i guess i can answer more contextually the reason why i chose that word is because a lot of times we really believe we have the best answer um for how our life is and i mean quite frankly there's a number of people who can look at their lives and say i did this i did that i did this and here are the things you know that's come from it um but when you are trying to put your life in its right place in its right perspective and again you know i'll say this for those if if you believe that you have everything in life that's right and you don't need no change, that what I'm about to say does not apply to you, Mm -hmm. okay? But if you can recognize that your life is off, if you can recognize that even with all the things you may have accomplished, you're still not happy, there's something wrong with you or there's something that you don't desire, you need to get an answer from the only person who can answer it, your creator. Okay? If I want to know how an iPhone works, I'm either going to go to an authorized Apple store or I'm going to the Apple's website because they created it. They know all the secrets. I'm not going to go ask my cousin because they might not know it. You were created. And sometimes your parents don't even know. Sometimes we don't have access to our parents. We don't. You've got to go to who created you. And when that happens, you'll be faced with the moment of you're not Doing this right. Mm. And as far as I'm concerned, this is my opinion the only person that you need to be humble to is the one who has the authority to actually shut you down. Yeah. Okay. There are some people you shouldn't be humble to. There are yeah. some situations that you really need to stomp through big because you can. But when it's about changing this, when you got to change this, I didn't make my heart. Yeah. I didn't make the way I was. The way I am right now is a summation of all the things I've been through. But why I'm wired the way I am, why I think the way I am, my mama can't even answer that. Mm. My mama can be like, when you was a kid, you just did A, B, C, or D. I mm. got to go before God. And God is going to tell you some stuff that's like, son, daughter, you ain't right in that. I need you to take a left. You've been going straight, but you need to go left. Yeah. And I think to those people who feel like you have, it means being weak um, or walked over, It doesn't. It means resetting your pace so you can get a new instruction so you can be stronger than what you were.
0: Yeah, Resetting um, is huge for a lot of people Uh, and and again, for me, I wasn't trying to reset because I knew I was right. But Mm. what I was doing wasn't getting me the results that um, I saw other people having or that I thought I should have. So there had Mm -hmm. to be an adjustment period. You know, Mm -hmm. there had to be a time where, and I tried to do it myself, I did. Um, And I adjusted here or adjusted there and saw that somebody had done something. So let me adjust it and do it the way that they did it. Um, But that wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. It was for me to go back to my creator and say, okay, (sighs) I'm exhausted. What you got? What you got? Mm
1: -hmm. You know?
0: Um, Mm -hmm. And then be okay with knowing that I went right and I should have went straight. Right. Now, even though I um, got it, told me, uh-uh, don't do that. Case in point, mm-hmm. before I got married and I was married um, for quite a while um, and I did one of the things that people do all the time, right? Oh, Lord, if this is for me, show me a sign. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's talk about it. So, um, and I did that. Um, I ran from him for, you know, several months because I wasn't trying to be married. I just didn't want that. And so mm-hmm. when it finally came down to it, it, was like, okay, I'm gonna have to stop running and just, you know, do fit to get out the pot. I gotta do one or the other, right? Um, and so I remember sitting in church thinking, okay, Lord, if this is what you want me to do, let me know. So I said that over and over and over again. That was my prayer. And every sermon that I went to, um, it was the same sermon. And I'm talking about, and I used to go to a church where they had three. Services on the same day at one location and two at the other one, right? Mm-hmm. So there's five services, right? Every mm-hmm. service I went who with the same
2: scripture. Wow,
0: you want to know which one?
2: I'm you, listening.
0: You, you want me the what, what God said? These are not your husbands,
2: uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh scripture, same sermon, Mm -hmm. different pastures. Mm. Nobody knew that I was praying that prayer.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Nobody but me. That was between me and God. Same. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me that's not for you. Right. And so instead of me going straight, I went right and married anyway. Mm. And ended up in a conglomerate of Mm. it.
1: Mm. yes right
0: uh-huh. So yeah. in, in, when at the end of it after all that was said and done and I was laying on my face I had to come clean with the fact that I was disobedient mm-hmm. that I heard him speak a lot of times because I would go to different services I'm tired of hearing this, I need to hear something else I ain't come here for right. the same time so I right. go to another location another pastor, right. same same <laughs> And still I it it just really didn't click. It really right. didn't click. Um but when when it was time for me to okay, I don't know where else to go, who else to talk to, and I was on my face, that was the thing that I had to uh, I had to humble myself. I had to, okay, I was wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and either I was gonna wallow in the oh woe is me, I was wrong, I'm no good, I, I can't be used, I, you know, God can't use me, he's not gonna love me like he loved everybody else or I was gonna get up and do something different.
2: Right, right. I think that people people forget that your hands only reach so far. And Mm -hmm. there's a sphere of influence and authority that we all have, that there are things that you can do that will respond to what you do. But life is so much more bigger than the radius of your reach. And when you try to control things beyond the radius of your reach, you run into a realm that you're not designed for. That's God's area. That's mm. not yours. You're responsible for what you can reach. Everything beyond that, you're responsible for your obedience. Your provision is not your responsibility. Obedience is because provision comes way farther than what you can reach. And I think that we, we tend to forget that we tend to forget that you don't have as much control over life as you think. Now, we make plans all the time. Me and you planned to be on this show, and we knew what time. And the only thing we had to do was do the things that were within our reach. Be on that show, send this, click that link, be there. Mm -hmm. But here's the reality. You had no control over the traffic that you had to drive through to get to your location to be there safely. I had no control over making sure I got from one destination to the next safely in order for me to hit this button, in order for me to be on this show. We got to realize that there is so much of life that you do not have control over, yet there's so much that happens in your life that allows you to be there. If we could stay on that alone, I think people would be more humble. We we run into this mindset that I am in control of my world and I am living my best life. Okay, do me a favor. Since you are in so much control, since you have everything under control, do me a favor. Just stop breathing for 10 minutes, but keep on going with life because you know that air ain't yours, right? As a matter of fact, since you're so in control, tell me how you're going to guarantee that you will be alive in the next five minutes. You can guarantee that you will be alive. Now, you have plans, but you can't guarantee that. Because that's beyond the scope of your reach. And that's the type of mindset that keeps you in a place of understanding that I'm going to do the best I can. But even beyond that, I'm not in control. So, God, I need you to go ahead, take this wheel, fly this plane. I'm going to sit back here and coach or first class, wherever you let me. Trust that you're going to get me there and eat whatever you give me along the way. Because getting there is your responsibility. I just need to be obedient. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Michael said the radius is the reach. Can someone tell Joel Osteen we need to stadium tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I mean like yeah,
2: but...
0: there ain't nothing wrong with asking.
2: No, somebody if somebody listening they know uh brother Osteen, tell them to hit me up.
0: Yeah, that part I do not I d I don't I don't have a problem with anymore. I used to have a problem with asking people for stuff and you know, um uh, because I didn't want to hear, no. I didn't want mm-hmm. to deal with rejection. You're going to tell me yes or no. And if you tell me no, it's not going to scar me. Thank you for listening. I'll be back.
1: (laughs) Right,
2: right, right.
0: I'll be back. Um, We were talking about earlier uh, when you said the end, oh no, I wanted to say when we were talking about uh, naming uh, what our issue is, oftentimes naming it also allows us to take our power back. Mm-hmm. I think we give, when we aren't, when we're afraid to name um, that thing that's holding us or afraid to acknowledge the fact that it's actually us, um, it gives, it takes our power away. And so we feel powerless. And for hum- we humans, a lot of us humans want to feel in control. That's why the being humble is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but the grand scheme of things, once you um, release that, let God be God and do his thing and us stay within the scope of what we can do that God grant me the center surrendering prayer is, is, is crucial yeah. you know to, to change the things that I can to do what I can and then allow God to do the rest let's always try right. to do God's job you talk about being tired
2: that's enough to you? be me I'm good right <laughs> i'm tired at the end of my day just just trying to do me just trying to be me i can't i think i ain't got the capacity for the other stuff
0: i, wanna, I don't not no more mm-hmm. now that i realized what i was doing in in a, in a lot of things it was trying to you know um oh i don't remember know the word i want to use but you know when people always want to you know you have to feel worthy or so and if you're not in control then validation yeah you're not you're not valid you're not relative you're not all those things and that is not the case because Mm -hmm. a lot of times when you're trying to be in control of things it's something you don't really have control over
2: right right Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it goes back to uh it goes back to the thing where uh you're you're dealing with you first dealing with your truths first uh, because when you're not, when you put your identity in other people's opinions, thoughts, feelings, actions, um, then you're always seeking validation. And you'll yeah. always do the thing and you'll have a measure of successes along the way. But it's giving you a false reality. You know. And it's again, you have to be courageous to deal with that so that you don't seek other people's validation. You need to be able to recognize the validation you already have. Here's a validation that every person has. The fact that you are breathing after all of the trash that you've done in your life is God validating you with his love to let you know that I love you and I have plans for you. Because if I didn't, I'd have snatched your whole life by now. But since you are still, that's the first measure of validation we should be accepting. And then from there, continue to allow him and yourself to validate you. Any and everything else that does not fit within the parameters of that, that validation does not need to be something we force. But... If you ain't here with you first, then you can't see it or understand that or even desire it.
0: Yeah, that's true. And and something I've been uh that's been repeating in my head is believing uh, the report of the Lord. And that's something I used to hear back in the day from the old people, you know, and I never understood mm-hmm. what kind of report he got. Was it- <laughs> I mean, you know, because they would say it without it.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right.
0: The imagination will go. So if mm-hmm. you don't know, no, not right there.
1: <laughs> right. You
0: know, I was thinking, okay, report, car report. Like, what kind of report is he, reporter, like a newscast? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind mm-hmm. of report is he talking about?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but like you said, believing, seeing seeing yourself through God's eyes is like the best. And yes, that's is the only report you need to be worried with, because mm-hmm. people's reports will change. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was growing up, I've always been a thickums, right? Big boned. Mm-hmm. That's me. Um, <laughs> always been, even even mm-hmm. at my smaller weight, I was. And so it was always, uh, mom was always keeping up with, you know, they said your BMI should be this, and you should be that at this height, and you should be this way. <sighs> I'm, I used to be a milk drinker. Mm. I had to have me some milk breakfast, lunch, dinner, it didn't matter I had to have me mm-hmm. some milk, right mm-hmm. and so then the report came that oh my god, milk is bad for you <sighs> okay so I tried to get it up and this was in my younger stages because I, I could drink a gallon of milk in a week no
1: problem
0: mm. Um, and, and <laughs> I think about it, I think I want to go get some but anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cold milk mm. um But, and so that changed, you know, and then it went to, oh, no, milk is bad for you. And then it went back to milk is good for you. And then it was like, okay, look, you know what? Milk ain't done nothing to me. So I'm going back to milk. Right. Until it got to a point to where it's like, no, you really shouldn't. And that was just my body like, "Mm." we had our run. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm Don't run away. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. But uh that's just how it is you know and with god it's a steady it's steady he's right. the same thing tomorrow how he looks at you mm-hmm. it's steady it's not based off of whether you did what i wanted you to do so now i don't like you now i'm going to unfriend mm-hmm. you it's not based mm-hmm. off of i don't need you in my life right now because i'm good or you know whatever yeah. the case is it's not based off of that
2: yeah god god's not petty he he's not petty and a lot of times unfortunately um we've had the wrong representatives. You know, uh, we, we've had people who call themselves people of God, pastors, preachers, teachers, whatever the case may be, uh, attempting, maybe either in their best effort or maybe just not, uh, preaching a word, but living a different way. And so unfortunately, people have discredited God and his word, which quite quite frankly, when you think about it, isn't fair, because uh, we see it, and let's, let's take this just social political real quick. If every cop who has shot a black person unlawfully was correct in their depiction of black people, then they would be justified. What I mean is not every black man with braids is a thug, but there are some black men with braids who are thugs, right? So we know that every black man with braids is not a thug. So we look to treat black men the way they should be or women in case you see the point, right? why is it that when we get a negative representation of god we're willing to shut him down hmm. because of somebody else's representation if you got bad weed do you stop smoking weed or do you go find another weed person right if you get a bad haircut do you give up on haircutting altogether or do you find a better barber why is it that when we get a bad representation of god and his word we give up on him
1: mm-hmm.
2: We don't go find a better representation of who he is. You know why? Because we haven't done enough work to have a personal relationship with God in his word. Because yes, while God does not judge you on, oh, today you didn't pray seven times and today you did, he doesn't do that. But he does have a set of rules and regulations that are for your betterment because he has a perspective you don't have. Last analogy, it's a football analogy. There is always someone who's sitting up in a higher perspective. They're usually some type of offensive or defensive coordinator. They're the ones who call the plays for the team because their perspective sees the whole field at one time versus the quarterback or the linebacker who's on the field. And so their perspective is the players where they are. And we have to trust that God who has a perspective that sits higher and wider than yours can call the shots that you can't see, even though you're right in the middle of it. And there's sometimes we just don't trust that and we need to.
0: Your life would be so much better. Gotcha. Um, in in some cases, most cases, it's a lot easier when you learn to hear his word or hear his voice, uh, listen and hear to it, and and trust him. Mm-hmm. Trust it. Um. Gotcha. Thank you for explaining um, the different positions of football because I just see you.
2: <laughs> I do more, but you know, we had another I'm
0: time. The, I'm just all for the men in tight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you for those words from Michael. I had to accept the fact that I was expected um, Michael's eye photography to validate who Michael Owens was. And the reality came when God allowed me, Michael, to see that Michael's eye was not who Michael was. Now I'm working on resurrecting Michael. Nice. Send some win- wisdom nuggets, please. Awesome. That's, That's awesome. awesome, Mike. That's great. That's awesome.
2: I i guess a quick wisdom nugget would be continue to allow yourself to be humble before god let him tell you what is right what is wrong be willing to identify with what he tells you it's okay if you recognize that you're in a place that you shouldn't be that's just telling you where you are and it also gives you some insight to where you need to go and Mm -hmm. then you need to submit to whatever he says okay submission is one of the strongest things you can ever do do you know how much strength it takes to let somebody else lead? Like, one day, one day, maybe when we get to talk about marriage and stuff, I, I can't wait t- to help people understand that yes. a submissive wife is one of the most powerful positions in a relationship. It has nothing to do with being ran over. Yes. It has nothing to do with that. Submission is powerful. And when you can submit to God... Man, Mike, I promise you, you stay humble, stay identified where he's telling you and be submitted to his word. You can't help but succeed. It's a guarantee.
0: And be okay because it's gonna look different. It's gonna right. look a whole lot different than what you expected because it's from God's eye and not yours. Mm-hmm. Your eye, you got a bad uh, eye. Your eye is off <laughs> the chain, Michael. Um, mm-hmm. but when it comes to this and you growing in a different vein or a different space, Trust the eye God, trust it. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be different, but ooh, we man, you come out all shiny. It's gonna be so worth it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so worth it. Um, that's awesome. So, real quick before we end the show, I want to discuss right quick, um, and Jay, I didn't tell you about this, but I came across this, uh, and I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called the Crown Act. Um Mm -hmm. And I know um, I saw a post and I just kind of jotted down some stuff, but they are uh, actually on Instagram um, as the Crown Act. Uh, they they um, in an effort to cancel out hair discrimination as early as five. And I okay. saw a clip somebody had posted, but there's a petition that's going on that's on Instagram. So if you guys are interested, uh, it's really cool. Go to the Crown Act on Instagram by Dove. They collaborated with Dove to uh, kind of get the word out on okay. um, and the petition signed as many people as possible to get our hair in its natural state to be accepted without having to go through all the rigmarole. Whether I love it, sister locks, um, twist, um, uh, bantu Protect- knot, yeah, any actress,
2: of those protective styles, yeah,
0: you know, all of it. Um, that's our natural state. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. And so there have been a lot of issues going on here lately where um, students have been sent home. um, Yeah, Yeah, you know, so and even uh, in in life, period, because I know I Mm -hmm. I dealt with some of those issues um, when I was a teller. I was Mm -hmm. the only Mm -hmm. person in Mm -hmm. the branch. And Mm -hmm. um, luckily, my branch manager was like, they're just braids you know, one of the customers had a problem and my branch manager was like, well, we have X amount of branches you can go to. Just pick one. Facts. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're just grays. Are they reaching out to you like Medusa? You know, and it was really funny how right. she kind of made the lady feel, but it wasn't because it was like, my hair is not moving. It's neat.
1: Right. You know, Right.
0: and that was back in mm. 91. Here we are, 2022. Still, they're having an issue with us wearing our hair, but they can walk oh. around with their greasy. crazy. Anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's called The Crown Act. They're on mm-hmm. Instagram. Uh, you can sign the petition. And just remember, we're Black 365. It don't change.
2: That's right. That's right. Uh, As a hair professional, I agree with something like that. I'm definitely going to look into that more. I teach it all the time. Um, I teach people that hair is hair. You know, there is this concept that there's black people hair and there's white people hair, there's Asian hair. The reality is hair is hair. Now, there's different formations. Some are straight, some wavy, some curly, coily, kinky, whatever. But it's all an expression of that individual. Um, And I think that anything that speaks to the person themselves should learn to be appreciated um, because we all have reasons to be appreciated.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, before we go, because we are at the end of the show, this hour goes by so fast.
2: So fast.
0: <laughs> I just want to thank uh, the producer of the show, Miss Lisa Dene, who is actually the founder of Stunner Radio. And we are walking up on being our two-year anniversary. Woo-hoo! I'm so excited. And it just goes to show you that regardless of what's going on in the world, you still can get done. What you need to get done. She started this, uh, started Stunner Radio in. Well, I'll say in the middle of a pandemic, pandemic, but the pandemic, had just started. Mm. So it kind of it got kicked out the pandemic in that January, and Lisa started the uh, Stunner Radio in April. So wow. um, we're coming up on two years. I'm so congratulations. Excited. Make sure y'all stick and say I'm pretty sure we're gonna be. Tired.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 we can bust a move. Um, we and then, you. thank you guys for tuning in and supporting me and the Love Power Radio show with Sunner Radio. This is our second season and my fifth episode, so I'm so excited about that. I've actually been with Sunner um, Love Power Radio show, I want to say, I think it's been about three years now. Um, uh, take it back, um, so it's been four years, uh, and I'm excited interested in doing some collaborations oh thank you <laughs> um that's so crazy i know right thanks mike kudos i know um it's so exciting um but i want to expand with love power so i'm interested in doing a lot of collaborations this year um y'all already know i do red carpet hosting as well as hosting of events and i can be a panelist for small fee. just saying become with fee. Uh that's just how it is. As it should. As it should. I'm just saying. Um, so Jay, tell us how they can find you and what you got coming up. And then you gotta bust them down with a love note. You already know that was coming, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I kind of knew that. Uh so I can be found um on I G at underscore life grooming, L-I-F-E-G-R-O-O-M-I-N-G at underscore life grooming. Um, That is my Instagram. You can find me on Facebook, J Kyle, J-A-Y-K-Y-L-E. I do a number of things. If you go to my life grooming page on Instagram, you'll see a link to all of the other things that I do, my photography, my cutting. Um, I just got on TikTok not that long ago. Uh, That's also at life grooming. It's just fun stuff I like to do uh, there. So that's how you can find me. Um, What do I have coming up? I got some things coming in and works with Miss Mimi. Uh, I'll just leave that at that. Uh, we we'll do some things there, and uh, I'm constantly working. Right now, right now, it's uh, I'm at ground zero of just re- recalibrating. Like I said, me and the missus just got married, so the focus is uh, solidifying our new home base, getting that all set up. And once that's done, man, look, Texas, you better watch out because God don't let these two people get together. And that's all I'm say about that.
0: Now what? I better mm. not do that. You might fall off. But I was thinking about that. I was like, oh man, once y'all get y'all stuff together, it's going to be on and popping. And we're not just going to limit that to Texas. Texas and all of the other 52-wait, 50 other states.
2: Them other states. Mm-hmm.
0: And countries. Because y'all going to countries.
2: We are. We are. That's going to happen. Uh, so, my love, I guess, what'd you call it? Love nugget? Uh, what's what? Love note? No. My- <laughs> Okay, so my love note, my love note for you um, is, uh, I'll carry the same one that I gave Mike to others. Uh, Learn how to be humble. It's okay Mm -hmm. for you to accept the fact that you don't know everything, and the reality is is you don't, but that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Identify. Learn how to identify with your truths. Be courageous and dig into those insecurities so that you can become stronger, and then submit yourself to God's plan for your life. That is his plan. Did you see what I did there? H-I-S, humility, identity, submission. That's his plan for your life. That's also the name of my book that you can inbox me about if you want to get that book that talks all about it.
0: Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and then he, you, you working on part two, right?
2: I am working on part two. I'm working on part two. Once that foundation is solid, so we we're running off. They just everything is sitting in queue. They're like, hey, we just need y'all to get solid real quick. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. It. So that exactly. that mid mid twenty twenty two, we'll be start moving some things.
0: Again. Nice. That's awesome. I can't wait to see um um that because I know from both ends it's gonna be totally freaking awesome. Um, <laughs> for me, let's see what's what's going on. Um, we are still we're in the the last two weeks of. Um, the Body Love fundraiser that we're doing for uh, D. Moore and Fashion Olympic Foundation. So make sure you guys check out www.sunterradio.com for more information and to donate for that. That's going down February 19th at 6 p.m. And it is virtual. Um, I will be a speaker at the Assay Conference um, March 4th and 5th. Uh, my actual class that I'm doing is on that Saturday. Uh, that starts at 1230. Well, the classes start at 1230. Um, and then I'll be doing one, two other ladies will do one of the others. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm a little nervous, but that is yeah. it is what it is. time. I know, right? <laughs> uh, and then March 26th, I'll be in Jackson, Mississippi at uh, a fashion show. I'll do, be doing the red carpet there with um, Dark Orchid and I Am Fearfully and Wonderfully Made tour gets kicked off in Jackson, Mississippi, March 26th. So, um, oh, and then let me backtrack because uh, February 14th or February 12th um, is the fashion show for Fire and Desire fashion show, lingerie fashion show with the Kim Fashions and Designs with Nika Palmer. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And that's my cue. It's time for me to get on up out of here. Uh, My love note for you guys is, because that's across the room, life, like brother said, life is bigger than the radius of your reach. Realize and understand the things that you can change and control and do that and let God do the rest. Until next time, love ya.